This episode was recorded on the 23rd of March 2020, and so advice will continue to change. If you are listening to this episode in the future, then please check the current advice. Hello and welcome to the My Breast, My Health podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different to what we normally would be doing. And that's really because of the current climate due to the COVID-19 or the coronavirus. I hope you're all doing well and keeping safe. And the reason I wanted to do this podcast episode is because I wanted to hopefully provide some useful information to those who may be wondering what to do if they have been diagnosed with breast cancer recently or are going through active treatment, or if you are now living with um, a breast cancer diagnosis. So this episode has in fact replaced the scheduled episode, which was going to be all about genetic counselling. So that episode will be aired in a couple of weeks. Yes, of course, our world has completely changed over the past few weeks. Um, The pandemic has affected the whole world, and some countries have been impacted more severely than others. But wherever we are living now in the world, we are all affected by this virus and we have responsibilities to help reduce the spread of it. Now, social distancing and for some in certain countries, self-isolation is the most important thing that we can do to help reduce the spread of the virus. At the moment, this virus is continuing to spread and what we do now will hopefully help limit that. Hospitals are being prepared for the people we know will eventually need to come to hospital and require life-saving medical attention. In my hospital and others around the country, we are already having to take drastic measures in preparations for times ahead. Um, Already happening now, non-urgent surgeries and procedures are being cancelled. Many clinic consultations are being conducted via the telephone And the reason for this is we need to reduce the number of people in hospitals and at the same time increasing the capacity for the coming weeks. And this is both in terms of provision of space as well as healthcare staff. We are taking measures to increase the capacity for ITU beds. Doctors and nurses are being trained in preparation for being redeployed to the front line. Medical students and student nurses are being drafted in early before their time to help out with this crisis. And um, even retired doctors and nurses are being recalled to help with the staff shortages, as unfortunately more healthcare workers are falling ill or having to self-isolate. If you have been affected by breast cancer, whether you have just been diagnosed or you're currently going through treatment, or whether you are living with secondary disease or with no evidence of disease, these times can be even more scary and uncertain. Now, of course, the advice is changing really day to day. So please, you know, heed that the advice that um, has been given now may not be applicable in the next few weeks or even days. So what is happening within the breast cancer area? Well, I am afraid that some surgeries will be cancelled, some appointments will be delayed, and certain follow-up appointments such as mammograms will have to be rescheduled. Now, there are certain changes that are happening in the UK, and this is really UK-centric. I'm not sure what is happening worldwide, but in the UK, 
these are the things that are happening. If you have breast symptoms, and depending on what they are, you may either receive a delayed clinic appointment if it is felt that your symptoms are not worrying. You may get a telephone consultation or you will be given a clinic appointment. We are already having to reduce the number of people we see in our clinics to comply with social distancing, which is currently what uh, the UK government is advising, unless, of course, you are uh, you fall into the high-risk category, which I'll explain a little bit later. If we go into lockdown, then, of course, these, um, these you know, this will change completely. But please be rest assured that we will try to see you in a timely manner, but do bear with us because it may be difficult to get an appointment straight away, if at all. If you have recently been diagnosed with breast cancer, please be reassured that you will get treated. As always, your treatment will be dictated by the type of cancer that you have. However, if for whatever reason we are unable to perform the operation in a timely manner and your cancer is estrogen receptor positive, in other words, it is hormonally driven, then we may offer you endocrine treatment to begin with. So that could be either letrozole or tamoxifen. And this will continue until such time that hospitals are back to normal service and we can undertake surgeries. Please be reassured that this is a perfectly tried and tested and effective treatment modality. If your cancer is triple negative, in other words, it doesn't express the estrogen receptor, progesterone receptor or the HER2 receptor, then we will try to do your surgery as a matter of urgency. Some hospitals in the UK are not performing any form of immediate breast reconstruction, either implant-based or autologous-based. So if, as part of your breast cancer treatment, you have been recommended to have a mastectomy and you have opted out to have an immediate breast reconstruction, it is a possibility that this may be changed to a mastectomy only and then the reconstruction will be delayed. Of course, any change from the original planned treatment will be discussed with you. If you do have to have a mastectomy without reconstruction, then you will be advised regarding the appropriate bras and uh, you'll be fitted with the appropriate breast prosthesis in the meantime. If you have been booked for a risk-reducing mastectomy, it is likely that your surgery will be delayed. If you're currently having active chemotherapy or radiotherapy, then it is a possibility the duration of your treatment may change. And these decisions are made on a case-to-case basis. So please discuss it with your oncologist to find out how your treatment is going to go ahead. Now, it is important to find out whether you fall into the vulnerable or high-risk group for COVID-19, as you will need to take stricter measures to minimize the exposure to the virus. Now, if you have breast cancer, you will fall into this group if you are undergoing active chemotherapy or you've had chemotherapy within the past three months, if you are having immunotherapy or continuing antibody treatments for cancer, If you are having other targeted cancer treatments which can affect the immune system such as protein kinase inhibitors or PARP inhibitors. The recent advice from the UK government as of a few days ago is for the vulnerable group to shield themselves from the virus and I will leave the link in the show notes if you want to look at it in more detail. In practical terms this means that if you fall into this vulnerable group 
you need to strictly avoid contact with anybody who is displaying symptoms of COVID-19. And the symptoms are or include high temperature and or a new and continuous cough. Do not leave your house. Do not attend any gatherings. And this includes gatherings of friends and families in private spaces, for example, your family home or family homes. Um, You shouldn't really attend weddings or any religious services. You also should not go out for shopping, for leisure or travel. And if you are getting food or medication delivered to you, then please make sure that these are left at the door to minimize contact. And this advice will be in place for at least 12 weeks. So, of course, things may change and um, this duration may be shorter or longer. But as of today, uh, or rather as of a few days ago, it will continue for 12 weeks. And of course, all the while making sure that we all um, abide by strict hand hygiene. So that is washing your hands with soap and water for 20 seconds or using hand sanitizer. And um, this is a simple measure, but highly, highly effective. Now, if you are living with secondary breast cancer and receiving treatment, then you will need to be self-isolating. And you may also want to call um, your breast care nurse or the team that are looking after you for more advice. If you are still getting Herceptin, then again, you should self-isolate as you would fall into the um, vulnerable group. If you have completed your active treatment and you are now simply taking endocrine tablets, so letrozole or tamoxifen or Um, whatever endocrine treatment that you have been recommended to take. As long as you completed your active treatment um, over three months ago, you are not deemed to be at high risk. So um, you should then follow the general advice that's given to, um, to those who do not fall into this category. Of course, you know, these guidelines are very important to follow, but Not only is your general health important to be um, looked after, but your mental well-being is also vitally important. And I think, you know, during these times, of course, it's very, um, you know, levels of anxiety is extremely high and we can do small things to help level our anxiety levels. And there's some things that you can do. Obviously, if you can do some physical movement and do some exercise, that would be great, even if it's only for 10 minutes a day. But, you know, doing some form of exercise or physical movement is highly recommended. Uh, It goes without saying, please make sure that you eat healthily and keep hydrated. And I think it would be a really good thing to do something every day that makes you happy and that gives you joy. And that could be simple things like, you know, cooking your favorite meal, doing some arts and crafts, you know, reading your favorite book or magazine, playing an instrument, whatever. But I think it's just so important to try to um, break the cycle and do something that gives you enjoyment um, because that's very important. Other things that you can do is let in some fresh air to circulate around your surroundings And no doubt this will lift your mood and remind you that nature is all around. If you haven't tried meditation or mindfulness, these are 
you know, ways that can help reduce anxiety. And um, so, you know, these are tools that you may want to explore. And it's so important to maintain that human contact and, you know, pick up the phone, call, call another human and have a chat. You can also use technology and things like, you know, FaceTime and video calls, which are all amazing tools that can be used to help maintain that human connection with your family and friends. Lastly, I think it's very important to know that you are not alone in this. We are all in this together. We can help each other out. You know, we'll get through this together and let's be kind to each other as well as ourselves. I hope this has been helpful and I wasn't sure whether to do this uh, podcast episode, but I think um, having thought about it, I thought it might be a useful thing for people to get some, you know, useful information. And um, as I said, advice is changing weekly, if not daily. So please make sure you continue to check the current advice that's being given. Um, I will leave all the links of these guidelines in the show notes. So head over to mybreastmyhealth.com forward slash episode 12 if you want to check them out. And depending on how things progress, I will probably post another episode with further updates. In the meantime, though, I wish you all good health, stay safe, and see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye.